Gentlemen, to marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 270, post mania, WrestleMania. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at bttg161. Also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at dave the rave underscore mo. Feel free to purchase some T-shirts from us, prowrestlingtees.com/slash/markingout. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/markingout. Check us out, markingout.com, everywhere else, Twitter, YouTube. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing excellent. It's It was WrestleMania weekend. How can you not be doing excellent? I mean, come on. How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. It was an exciting, for me at least, it was an exciting week. Leading up to WrestleMania, having had gone to Monday Night Raw, never never done that before. Went to a Raw before WrestleMania. So was that, it, uh, did it live up to expectations? WrestleMania? The Raw leading up to WrestleMania. I mean, I, Like, as a setup to the entire week. Did I, it, I guess, for the most part, yeah. Alright. Good deal, good deal. So how was your week? My week was fine, it was fine. Um, I think the bigger picture is the fact that I, I'm assuming for the first time ever, we're going to launch right into our... Mark Out Moment of the Week! That is right! For the first time, I assume ever, we are starting the show right off with our Mark Out Moment of the Week. Um, if anybody listens to the show since, since day four, I don't, cause there's no day one listeners, but, uh, yeah. you know, you guys know Zach Ryder's a huge part of the show, I guess. So, uh, mark out moment of the week, man. WrestleMania ladder match opening contest of WrestleMania, the main card. Zach Ryder picks up the win, the victory and wins the intercontinental championship. Yeah, once uh, he he grabbed that belt, unstrapped that from the the hanging, it was an amazing, uh, uh, a huge eruption from the crowd. Yeah, and the pour out of emotion from everyone. Yeah, um, and it, it was really cool seeing like aftermath footage or uh, yeah, like interviews and stuff with him and and people from backstage were like, "When you won, everyone back here like erupted." I wish that there was a video showing everyone backstage erupted at the time. I wish there was too. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, like a bit, there you think might Vince be. Popped? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but there he was might... probably back there. He's probably like, wait, 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 who booked this? It's possible if they have like a WWE twenty four. Yeah, because I assume like they did it last year. They followed people for it, so. Alright. I assume that they're gonna have some sort of WWE twenty four documentary on the network. Yeah. So I mean, 
It'd be cool to see. But that was our mark out moment of the week. Got Thank it. you very much for listening to the show. Yeah. We <laughs> wish you. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no. Uh, let's move on to actual WrestleMania week. Uh, weekend, I should say. This past Friday at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, Texas. NXT TakeOver Dallas took place. Uh, what a fine event. This event was spectacular. It was fun watching professional wrestling uh, by myself in my room on a Friday night at 10 p.m. <laughs> no? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So it kicked off right away. American Alpha, Jason Jordan, and Chad Gable picked up the Tag Team Championships against the Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Uh, new champions there since the Dusty Classic earlier this year, um, or last year, I should say. Mm-hmm. Huge supporters of American Alpha. Yeah. Um, they definitely proved their worth during that tournament. It's good to see a bunch of amateur wrestlers uh carry the championship belts. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a fun match to watch also. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Austin Aries make his NXT in-ring debut, take it on Baron Corbin, pick it up the victory in that match. Uh, nothing crazy. I mean, it was a good match, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a five-star match or anything like that. Yeah, but still not a bad match. No. Uh, and I don't think, no, there was not, there was no bad matches from this event. No. This this event was straight down, up and down. I actually think I called the predicted the entire card. Did what did we do you have those written yeah. down? Yeah. Yeah. Who won? What did we have written? Me. Um well, what did I, I picked, say? I picked American Alpha. I didn't? No, you did. Uh where we differed, I picked Asuka, you picked Bailey, and I picked Balor, you picked Joe. I picked Joe? Yeah. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we picked Cruz versus Samson. I don't know if that match happened. It was a dark match, yeah. Oh. And Cruz won. Okay, so I picked that right and you didn't. I didn't? Yeah. I picked Samson to win? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I did. I remember that. <laughs> Stupid. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, so I got a, I got a sweep. Yeah, well, so Austin Aries makes his debut in NXT, his in-ring debut in NXT. It was fun. Yeah, but nothing, nothing, nothing compared to this next debut. Uh, next up, you had Sami Zayn taking on the debuting New Japan Pro Wrestling Superstar. Ex-superstar, Sh- I <laughs> Yeah, ex-superstar Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, where do we break this match down? I guess we could start off by saying... 100% match of the year candidate. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, from from the entrance to the the end of the, the the end, I mean, it was just amazing. The the emotion of the crowd. I mean, with Shinsuke, when he made his day, just came out onto that entrance ramp, the theme song. I can't stop listening to that on repeat. I could have done without the strobe lights, though. I actually did. I, I, it. I, I was good with it. I hate strobe lights. And it's like it's just like I can't be there. It's it reminded yeah. me when I saw Queen recently ish with um whatever his name Adam Lambert, yeah. and uh, their their very first song that they opened with was just I like I couldn't I couldn't look like I couldn't see the stage. It was just yeah. 
strobe I'm flashing. Sure it, if I was there in person, I would definitely have a different uh, perspective of it. But I was a huge fan of the entrance. The I popped huge when he got in the ring and he did his like run back to the rope behind him and then did his pose. Yeah, I marked for that. I huge. I had I had my TV volume up all the way for this match. I had like oh my like I was. I marked out me, man. so many times. If Zack Ryder did not win that championship, this was still going for the mark out moment of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, like so many moments of the match. I mean that where uh, Shinsuke rocked him with a kick when Sami Zayn went for that dive through the ropes DDT. Yeah. I liked outside of the ring also where Nakamura was doing his knees to Zayn. Yeah. But, Setting and- up all those knees in the match. I like the – there's just all the chain wrestling that they had where Shinsuke was trying to stomp on him and Sammy kept on moving. Yeah, and back back and forth elbows between both of them oh, was, it was sick. The elbow spot was amazing. And, and then um, Shinsuke busted his nose. Yeah, right right at the right off the bat, right? Yeah, it was it was very early on in the match, and I feel like that set the tone. Or am I thinking of Finn Balor and Joe? No, no, no. It happened pretty pretty early in the match. Yeah, but who's happened? Joe got, like, busted. Joe, I think, happened first. Joe happened, happened, like, right away, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm thinking of Joe. Um, but with this one, it was just... Because after that, like, it looked like Shinsuke was legit kicking him and stomping on him at moments. And then where Sami Zayn was like... Uh, what is it? Repaying the favor or whatever? I mean, if you want to say that receipt. <laughs> yeah, the receipt. Yeah, giving back the receipt. <coughs> um, it just looked... that. By the way, is the first call for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm still getting over my cold. Um, but that was just amazing. Um, yeah, there were so many moments where you did it. Had no clue who was going to come out as the winner. And at the end of the day, it was Shinsuke Nakamura with what was his new name? Uh, not the Bomaye. I literally, I can't. It's so hard to pronounce for me. It's the <laughs> Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Something. Kin Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Something like that. It's gonna take yeah. some time. <laughs> so it's definitely but, gonna take some time. But kudos to both of these wrestlers because this match was. This is going to be a tough match to beat. Yeah, and I get it's safe to say now. Uh, I mean, if he did not before, I would assume now Vince McMahon knows who Shinsuke Nakamura is. Yeah, as well as Sami Zayn, in case he didn't know who yeah, he right? was. Just in case. Yeah, uh, another fantastic match of this weekend. Uh, although I was kind of, I mean, I was upset with the the ending, but uh, Asuka picked up the victory. Uh, against Bailey to become the NXT Women's Champion. Now, what upsets you about the ending? Is it the fact I guess that she just, lost, or the way that it went down? I guess just the fact that Bailey, she had an incredible seven-month title reign. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing, to, no. nothing like still fa- fantastic. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know. I wanted. It, I'll agree. It was a really good match, but the end for me, not the outcome, but the way it came about, I. Uh, left an uneasy feeling in my stomach in what way i i didn't like she had the oscar lock uh for a very long time and there was just like it wasn't like it was teasing back and forth will she give up will she pass out and what like i mean they were teasing it but then it got past the point it was just like okay what's what's next what's gonna happen and then she passed out and i'm like oh okay like, they had me all the way at the top. They were like, oh, my gosh, she locked it in. 
And then it was just like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I see that. Okay. And new champion. I just think that uh, she could have 100% surpassed Charlotte as as that reign. How she many? Was, she was like 35 days away from surpassing oh. her. Uh, I think this is a good time. I mean, they've been ta- doing uh, changes right and left. I mean, it's, I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I'm, I'm fine with Asuka being yeah. champion as well. She's an awesome Phenomenal. competitor. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, talking about... And I like Bret Hart. Bret Hart gave said on his podcast that those two matches were the best of Mania Weekend. And um, it's kind of hard to top that. Yeah. Although uh, next, it's funny because he also said, which I agree with, is that Charlotte's completely green and doesn't deserve to be in the champion. She's only champion because of her father. It's true. Yeah. Well. Uh, next up in your uh, main event of the evening, you had Finn Balor defend his championship successfully against Samoa Joe. We we can't decide whether or not Finn Balor was paying tribute to. Terry Funk. Terry Funk is Chainsaw Charlie due to the red and, and blue, or the fact that they were in Texas and it was uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, for Leatherface. For his entrance with the with the chainsaw. Yeah, it could go either way. <laughs> I really like. I don't because like nothing about his face paint or anything screamed Leatherface. No, not at all. Nothing about the colors of his gear at all screamed Leatherface. No. It was just the fact that it's Texas. Yeah, so maybe um, there was something else that took place in Texas that we just don't know about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but but, but yeah. this, this match was awesome as well. Oh, yeah. Very good match. Um, I it guess, was... I, like, see, a lot of people I saw complain about the fact that how many times they were stopping it for Joe. Yeah, but they, open. you have to. I mean, yeah, I, I see no problem with that. Yeah, at first, like maybe like three years ago when they first started that, we were very pissed off. Like, why are you stopping the flow of this match? And Although, stuff like well, I must but now say, I now I completely get it. I'm like, okay, clean them up. I, I must say though, at least um, how many times it happened? Maybe three times. I, I, like towards the, the last time that it happened, I was like, oh, I really kind of wish that they would just like, like how could Triple H not go? Like, just be like, go with it, just go. Don't, yeah. don't. Because he's been in matches like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that match was was good, too. Yeah. Um, During the actual event, they showed some people in the crowd, uh, some shocking people, aside from the NWO or Wolfpack, what would you say? X-Pac and Scott Hall. Yeah, you had Ibushi. Yeah, Ibushi was there, as well as uh, former... WWE champion, according to Facebook News, Bobby Roode. So. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, released from his NX, his NXT, his well, probably next month. Yeah, what is <laughs> Bobby Roode? Bobby Roode's back here. Beer money's back and business. Yeah. yeah, so Bobby Roode making an appearance. Uh, what I hated was WWE.com writing up an article, a full article, a full article. About, oh, Bobby Roode, international or whatever, superstar, blah, 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 came. Why was he at WWE TakeOver? Well, like Ibushi, we can only assume. Yeah. We, we don't, like, there's no point to writing that article if you're not going to uh, tell us why either of them were there. I mean, uh, Stephanie McMahon was there, too, at Ringside. Uh, yeah, and she got booed, which I thought was funny. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but that was NXT. Well done by everyone involved with NXT. It was a uh, one hell of a way to set the bar for WrestleMania weekend for every pro wrestling promotion out there. Yeah, very much so. It's like as soon as that finished, I was like, oh man, why can't it be seven o'clock already? Yeah. Which, 7 o'clock the next night was the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I guess we could just run down quickly. Yeah, do it up. Uh, Godfather got inducted by APA. Uh, I was kind of, I was underwhelmed by APA's induction as well as Godfather's acceptance speech. Yeah. I wanted more, like, in-depth, like, how I became a wrestler type of thing. I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, the guy seems like he's very hum- more humble than wanting yeah, to speak yeah. about himself, so... I thought it was I thought it was really funny. He made his entrance with some hoes. Yeah, that was cool. That was <laughs> funny. Uh, you had Big Boss Man finally being inducted uh, by Slick. Um, it was uh, accepted by his wife and his two daughters. Yeah, which very. I- I love the fact that they have the nightstick with them. Yeah, and, and then the day after they had the handcuffs and yeah, the nightstick. Yeah, and yeah, I, I thought I thought his his daughter did a really well, a uh, very good job at uh, at speaking about him and inducting him. Oh yeah, for sure. How she was uh, like when I was a kid, like I didn't really like get it or whatever. But now mm-hmm. seeing this, like everyone's like a huge family. Yeah, and then it was funny, like how she the wife was saying how she used to be. Uh, roomies with uh rick steiner and how you end up being like one of the boys and everything like that yeah and i i didn't know that uh terry runnels apparently was used to ride with big boss man so that's why she she was there for boss man and and jackie to be inducted yeah i thought it was cool to see her in the crowd yeah i wasn't expecting to see her there but uh yeah so she she used to ride with boss man and she was i believe she said he was like her father or brother yeah so well, talking about Jacqueline, you just said uh, she was inducted too. The Dudley Boys inducted her. Um, it was a, They told a funny story about her being cheap. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was about how she would fall asleep as soon as the tolls came. Yeah, then which, right after she'd wake up in mid-sentence. Which led me to tweet out that when you're on a road trip, you do the tolls afterwards. Am I yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, we've done some trips. Yeah, I mean, well, back then they didn't have Easy Pass too. Back then, when was Easy Pass? I've had Easy Pass since I was a kid. I don't. know. I mean, not me personally. My my family had Easy Pass. I don't know. I'm assuming if they were doing rental cars. Yeah, that's true. But so. that's even still. Then you just remember how much tolls is. What do you stop yeah. at every toll and be like, "Oh, you owe me what's fifteen <laughs> divided by four? Yeah, that doesn't work too well. Um. Stan Henson got inducted by Vader, who thought he wasn't getting inducted himself. Right? That, <laughs> like, like, the dude came out and had, like, a 10-minute entrance of just doing Vader shtick. Yeah. Um, then just told a bunch of random stories that had nothing to do with Stan Henson. No. None. And uh, even put on the glasses about with the eyeball popping out yeah. and everything. But You gotta, you gotta appreciate that Henson was... Uh, Calling him Leon. Oh, yeah. I was just like, hmm, you know, I don't know if we're supposed to be saying that. I don't see any. I don't see why not. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was very, very cool. It was. I would like to hear more of what he had to say. Yeah, I liked Stan Hansen's uh, acceptance speech. It was fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, 
fabulous Freebirds got inducted by New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Day, they they were really good at inducting oh, yeah, fabulous they, Freebirds. They definitely did. That was fun. And then when the Freebirds actually came out to Freebird by Leonard Skinner, uh, Michael Hayes, man. <laughs> yeah. I thought for sure he was meeting some like pimped out like bright red suit or something. Came out full, I don't know, trench coat, fanny pack, yeah, a bedazzled awesome. Bad Street shirt. Like, so, I mean, it, it was just awesome. And they were soaking it in. They, yeah, him I, thought that they, I thought that they were going to have a heart attack. Him and Garvin came out dancing, doing the, the whole Freebird strut yeah. and everything. It was fun. And then uh, um, Ray Gordy, who is Jesse or Slam Master Jay, and uh, Buddy Roberts Jr. came out to, to discuss or to, to accept the induction as well. So that was that was cool. Yeah. And then they randomly brought out Kevin Von Erich, which was also cool. Yeah, because you we all everyone wanted to see some sort of a, a Von Erich um, reference with them or yeah. involvement. I mean, yeah. I mean, when when the Von Erichs went to the Hall of Fame, uh, Michael Hayes inducted him. So. It was cool. It was really fun to hear Freebird stories. That was like... Yeah, oh, those about like, pissing on the back and everything. <laughs> I feel like, like some with, of them I've heard on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, though. And then the story that they told where uh, with um, Paul Bearer throwing a chair. Yeah. Or was it a chair that was on fire? That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't... I, I can't believe that. <laughs> but have you ever, did you listen to him on Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. Dude, you would love the interview with Michael Hayes. All he does, I think it actually may be a two-parter because he tells so many stories of the of traveling and everything. And then he tells a lot of stories of like the Attitude Era. That's cool. And then he talks, I think, about the airplane from hell. Yeah. That I popped for. I, I, I couldn't believe they actually mentioned that. <laughs> I popped when he said that to Linda McMahon. Yeah. That was hilarious. At first, I was just like, wait, did he actually just go there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, someone that act- that also went somewhere that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg. Uh, inducted into the celebrity re- uh, wing during his speech saying that his presenters, John Cena and him, uh, they they may have uh, smoked a little bit. Although, what did he say? He didn't say he, he said, didn't say smoke. He said, like, he said like, oh, me and John Cena went on an adventure or something like that. Yeah, like and they, I was like, they, I was like, wait, wait, you're telling like, me you and Randy Orton didn't go on any adventures? Yeah, but yeah, it was really cool. He was, uh, it was really, he was really humbled, I guess, to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, and just to hear him speak about like how he used to go to events and stuff, and yeah, how he came to become a wrestling fan, and then how he got involved with WWE, and mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, up next, they had uh, Joan London accepting the uh, the Warrior Award. Uh, by Dana Warrior, who it's this was like still that's like the weird induction. Like I it really, is, but, I, but I think that she crushed. She did a really good promo. But Joan Joan London, Joan London, I liked her acceptance and everything. Yeah, they, no, I thought that she did good, and I thought Dana Warrior did good too. Right, and like you said, what will she say next year? She like laid yeah, everything she, out. Like, can she also like last year? It was Dana and Debray. Yeah, this year was just Dana. Will like. I don't know what else. What can you say? What else can you say that? You I mean, did I guess you say? don't have to introduce the award anymore anymore because everyone knows about it now. Yeah, I don't so know. So next year, I guess she just presents. Um, um, they also announced uh, this was like 
unofficial until like the very last second of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, very um, cool. It was on t-shirts all over the internet on the t-shirts and stuff that like people were like, is this real? Um, I pop for it. Uh, I wish they put more thought into it, I guess. Yeah, it definitely seems a bit more thrown together. Like, oh, this person, this person, this person. Okay, we're good. I wish there was more of like an induction for this. Oh, um, yeah. Although, I mean, I, I don't know if they could even track down family for some of these people. I mean, maybe... I don't. I don't even know. I mean, but some of these people wrestled in like the twenties and tens. Yeah. So. But of course, you're speaking about the legacy inductees into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, some of the industry's pioneers, going back from the starting days of pro wrestling, uh, they inducted Mildred Pierce. Uh, Burst. Whoa, Mildred Burke. Yeah, Sailor Art Thomas got inducted. Luthez. George um, Hackenschmidt. Yeah, Frank Gotch and uh, Pat yeah. O'Connor yeah. and Ed the Strangler Lewis. So it's really cool that like all every single person in this in this group of inductees had some form of like lasting impression on on professional wrestling. Yeah. So it was really cool, and I really I thought that the video package was really well done. Oh yeah, I think that they went into good detail. I like that they included that. Uh, presidential quote with Hackenschmidt like they had a lot of good quality stuff but like will next year's group of inductees like will Abraham Lincoln be on that list he wasn't really a pro wrestler I mean that's what everybody says no he was an amateur wrestler I don't know amateur is not pro if you work the fair you work the fair bro (laughs) (laughs) well played that's very true but the main event, so to speak, of the evening was um, Ric Flair telling Ric Flair stories and then inducting Sting. Um, Sting coming out, no face paint. Yeah. And at the end of the, of the Hall of Fame announced that he will be, as of that night, officially retired from professional wrestling. Yeah, even though all those and all those rumors were out there about him retiring, then he was on that podcast saying that he wasn't retiring or something. Yeah. So. So. Have you met Ted? <laughs> I mean, still, if one hundred percent is if he is retired, then thank you for what you've contributed to to pro wrestling. Definitely had an awesome career, ending in WWE. Uh, as far as the speech goes, I popped that he mentioned RoboCop even. Yeah, he made he poked a lot of fun at himself. Yeah, it was it was a good induction speech. Um, I mean, even when he went as far to say the Joker sting. Yeah, he goes. I mean, dare I say it, Joker sting? He goes. Yeah, I'll say it, Joker sting. Dixie, yeah. Dixie Carter surprisingly was there. In spirit. Oh yeah, just kidding. She was, no. she was backstage. She was definitely. She's probably crying the whole event. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is what would happen. I can't believe it's because of me. I'm happy I gave him his start. Yeah, I gave him his start in this business and didn't <laughs> once mention me. Yeah. So, but that is the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2016. Yeah. Uh, now let's go over to the day after the kickoff show for WrestleMania. First uh, of all, I cannot 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 believe that i sat in my room by myself for seven hours watching wrestlemania 
That sounds so sad. <laughs> it does, right? But it, like, like but I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. Are you okay? I enjoyed everything. I mean, that's even like, that's seven hours of, of just Sunday. Add up Friday and Saturday as well. I spent a lot of time watching wrestling this past weekend. As I'm sure everybody else did. Or a lot of people at least did. Yeah. But, um... The That's very so sad <laughs> life of a pro wrestling fan. It's still real to me, damn it. But the uh, <laughs> the kickoff show began. The very first match that happened was Kalisto making his WrestleMania debut, uh, defeating Ryback to retain the the United States Championship, which is awesome. It's, I did thank, not thank goodness. I did not expect Kalisto to walk out champion, and Kalisto had an awesome entrance too. He was like it was like a, an eagle or something that he was dressed as. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the match was fine. Fine match. Ten, like a ten minute match. Yeah. Um, uh, the next match you had the Total Divas pick up a victory over Emma Lana Naomi Ray. Well, Naomi is Total Divas, right? No, not anymore. Not anymore. She, well, Silver Tamina. I mean, as might as well say that, that um, she hasn't been on Total Divas this season, but next season apparently she's back on, and Alicia Fox and Rosa Mendez, as well as Mandy, are off, and they're adding. Interesting. And they're adding. Um, apparently, they're adding Lana and. Um, who else did they say they were adding? I don't and, know. And, and Maurice apparently. Really. And that's why she's back. That's so odd. Yeah. I don't know whether or not right. that's legit. I don't know. That could just be speculation. But Yeah. I mean, they've had a dropping of ratings, so I guess they got to do something. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, this match, this match, I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. No, the, the end of the match flowed really well, too. I th- even when, yeah, even when it broke down into spot, 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 it, spot. It, it worked. How that's what I thought the first, like, I thought that was just going to be like a five-minute match. And yeah. this match, I was, it was so awesome to see Paige versus Emma on WrestleMania. It was awesome to see everyone, like, they all shined, each one of them. I mean, I'm still confused with the Eva Marie stuff. Yeah, absolutely still. I mean, still. at least at least no one really botched her in the match. Yeah, no. And and quite frankly, everyone booing Eva Marie and everything and saying she can't wrestle, she did not flub anything. She looked no. good doing what she did. I, like, I still like that she hits the slice of bread. Yeah, sliced red number two. Yeah, sliced red. Yeah. But uh, um, afterwards, they all uh, picked up Brie Bella and celebrated. So, and then I guess she announced she's officially retired, but she didn't like officially announce it because yeah. they want to make it a uh, total divas thing. Of course, yeah. So as of this moment, I guess Brie Bella is effectively uh, retired. Yeah. Not effectively, is that right? I don't know. As of now, yeah. So, uh, but she she's had she's. She had like a, an incredible comeback. Yeah, we've discussed that before. I mean, both of them though. Yeah, her and Nikki. Oh, and then both Nikki came down and celebrated the win. Yeah, both of them. The both Bella twins had an incredible comeback. Yeah, when they bounced, they, they came in from from us bashing them about not being able to throw a proper drop kick and drop kicking at the ankles to actually becoming good wrestlers. Yeah, that time away from WWE in 2012 when they came back, they were. They were good yeah. by us, yeah. They made they made names for themselves. So congratulations to the both of them. Yeah. Uh, next up, 
The Usos picked up the victory over the Dudley boys. Um, Probably the dud of the night. Yeah. No offense, I guess, but, I mean, I don't know. I popped. Usos um, Usos had Umaga on their trunks or their yeah. tights or whatever you want to call them, their, their shorts. It was just odd, I guess, because I really expected Dudley boys to actually pick up a victory. I don't I don't know what I was – there was nothing to, to happen for this match. Like, there was no point of it. Yeah. But – yeah, I agree. Um, I guess before we even kick off WrestleMania, I want to make mention quickly. I don't know if anybody listening knows Mike Francesa. He's what does he do? He's a radio host. In he's a, yeah, he's a talk show host. National or radio radio show? Host. Is it national or just in New York? It's national, oh, I right? Think he's, I think national. Yeah, so he he's like a sports radio host, and uh, I love the fact he told he he told a story on his show. On Monday, the fact that his kids went up to him and said, asked him, asked his father, asked him if he could, um, if he could, if they could order WrestleMania. And he goes, I don't know. I don't know. And he says, ask your mother. Their mother says, yes. Dude ordered WrestleMania on pay-per-view for $59.99. Bonehead move. Could have gotten it for free if you just signed up for the WWE Network. You paid sixty bucks for the pay per view, and then goes, "I don't know where I went wrong with my children." Why? <laughs> we don't know where you went. Wrong like, first of all, it's it's spending that much money on a free pay per view. It's offensive with like, oh, I don't know where I went wrong, but at the same time, it was so funny because he's like completely blown away. He's like. I don't understand, like, there's, like, a, there's, there's people singing the national anthem, there's 100,000 people here, there's, there's fireworks. It's like he's never, like, I really, to a point, I think the guy is completely, uh, working us. I don't, like, there's no way that he had no idea the popularity of Wrestlemania. There's, there's fireworks and there's, there's a huge stage and there's commentary teams for each, each language. So, but it's like, it's so weird because like there's people on his show that, that watch wrestling and have explained how big Wrestlemania is. I I think that it's a work. I don't know. I hope it's a work. But it's, it's funny listening to him uh, talk about Kalisto being his uh, kid's favorite wrestler and everything. Yeah. Like, uh, what is the guy, uh, Kalista? I don't know. Tinkara? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that happened. But on to the actual event itself, um, Fifth Harmony kicked it off with America the Beautiful. It's cool. Uh, big fans, big supporters of Eva Marie, I guess. All in red. Had to explain that, I guess. but uh the first match of the evening we just spoke about as our mark out moment of the week for the wwe intercontinental championship was a ladder match zach Ryder had his wrestlemania moment and then it was gone uh zach Ryder picked up the victory against former champion kevin owens as well as dolph ziggler sammy zane sinkara Stardust and finally uh, pushing Miz off that ladder to win the title. Um, some things, I guess. Uh, Stardust. Yeah, known, I mean. Stardust. I loved his gear. His paid tribute to his father, Dusty yeah. Rhodes, with the polka dots. And then during even the that match, ladder. yeah, during the match, even picked out a polka dotted ladder, which, which was, was just, like 
That was so cool. I don't know I had how if that, that. I don't know how he didn't cry a little bit like when he took maybe, that out. Maybe he did. Maybe he did on the outside because that's that's pretty emotional. Sinkara, his spot where he did a body splash to I believe Stardust on the outside of the ring on the through oh the ladder. Oh my god! What when he but like he was like falling off the yeah, ladder yeah, yeah, yeah. and then landed and then it jumped right. It was perfect. He, he landed and jumped off right. He like sprung board. No 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 where. Uh, no, it wasn't a springboard. Oh, no, that was just the they cross body. They pushed him off right, the right, right. ladder. What, there was one part where he fell off the ladder, no, and sprung, springboarded off. I don't know, but it was... Am I thinking of somebody else? Maybe. I, I now remember the spot that you were talking about, where yeah. it was just I mean, like there, he there fell off a, and went through. Yeah, a lot of good spots. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens just fighting each other. Then the battle of Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler on the top of the ladder. I mean, it was amazing. It was a fun match. It was. It was. And it was completely like out of left field. Like we both picked Kevin Owens to win, right? Yeah. And then once uh, once Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were knocked out, uh, knocked each other out, I was sitting there. I'm like, who can possibly win right now? Stardust is probably out. Sinkara is probably out. It has to be Matt, Miz, or Ziggler. And I'm like, whoa. What are they going to do? I, you know what? I don't know. As when that happened, I was still skeptical, very skeptical. I, I knew it was going to be one of those three, but I just didn't. Know. I didn't. I guess I still, deep down, thought that Kevin Owens was going to win. But when it finally came down to Miz climbing that ladder all by himself, I yeah. was, I, I was like, okay, okay, this is it. I mean, we but had then to once, assume. Once he sat up there, I was just like, wait, who's going to win now? Because, I mean, there's always that moment where I'm going to showboat a little bit and then that loses them the title. When he sat up there, I was like, oh, here we go. Kevin Owens yeah. is coming out. Going to push oh, him I, off the ladder. Once he sat, I was just like, it's either Ziggler or Ryder now. Uh, no, no. When that happened, I was like, nope, KO's coming up. He's going to push push Miz off the ladder. That's going to be – and then he's going to climb the ladder himself and get it. And then Ryder scurried up that ladder and pushed Miz off. And I was like, oh, okay. That's awesome. Who's going to push Ryder off now? And then Ryder's sitting up there, grabs the title. I was like, no way. Yeah. I was like, that was like, you can't ask for more from that. Like Miz, Ryder tweeted that out even though, uh, I mean, pushing forward to Raw a bit. But um, after Ryder lost on Raw, he tweeted out saying that Miz will never be able to take that moment of WrestleMania away from him. And that was the coolest thing. I'm so happy for him that he got to have that WrestleMania moment, yeah. especially in Dallas. That's one of the largest stadiums, if, if mean, not the largest stadium in America. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's just epic. And then, like, he's sharing all these photos and everything, and it's so cool, especially with him with Razor Ramon holding his title this time around. Yeah. Like, they really played it up as if – they played play up that Shawn Michaels childhood dream uh, aspect of yeah. the match. Yeah. Especially with showing the, the past picture of him with Razor Ramon, with him just talking about it and everything. And then, come on, his dad joined him in the ring. <laughs> uh, and I saw, I saw the, hat, the, hot, the hat spot. It's so funny, man. His dad gets in the ring. Ryder gets down, they hug, and Mr. Ryder puts a cowboy hat on Zack Ryder's head, and Ryder, 
immediately <laughs> rips it off, gets pissed off, and throws it on the ground. Yeah. I felt really bad for the for that cowboy hat, and I <laughs> guess not and, a country fan, and I guess a little bit for his father too. Uh, yeah, right. I'm sure. I'm sure he really. I don't know. I'm sure that he didn't mean anything by it. No, but it's like that's so funny. It was such a funny thing. Yeah, it, it was all in the excitement of the moment. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, next. Yeah. Yeah, next up. <laughs> next up, you had Y2J pick up a victory over AJ Styles. Very surprising. A lot of people thought that this would be AJ Styles' first and uh, WrestleMania victory and on his debut. But, no, Y2J. But it was also a very good match. It was. Um, although, it was hard for me to like stay in that moment. Stay in watching that match. Like, I was there fully watching it and everything, but I was still, like, so high I know, I, with Ryder having won the Intercontinental Championship. I was, was barely paying attention to the match. Do you think that it was bad booking? Bad booking on behalf of having... Do you think that Y2J versus Styles should have followed that match after the reaction that Zack Ryder got? Or is it just because of us being Zack Ryder marks that we were I, in this match? Honestly, there's literally... There's really nowhere else to have put that match, but I do think that was like because they in wrestling. Like maybe you could have done League of Nation match after that. No, you don't think? No, especially with how. Oh yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So basically, they took that Jericho AJ Styles thing and part of League of Nations and New Day as the down part. But then they really kicked it up. But Chris Jericho and AJ Styles, I still, if I was like had any say, would have been pulling for AJ to win that. I don't. Me too. I don't but think, I mean, it, I don't. After it, after everything, I get it. I don't. I still don't. I I mean, I'm fine with it. Who knows? Maybe AJ said like, like I'm cool. Hey, with hey, Vince, I'd like to lose my very first WrestleMania match to Chris Jericho. Yeah. The match itself never made sense to me because AJ Styles was up in the series. Yeah. In what wasn't even a series, because AJ Styles had way more victories, so it still never made sense. But the match, I, I really liked. I liked Bret Hart trying to describe how he hated this match. <laughs> oh, Why? Wow, what was he saying? He goes, "I really don't understand how push, pressing your belly button up against somebody's uh, against somebody's back and then dropping them on their stomach." Makes uh, an effective move, and and everyone else on the podcast is like it's called the calf crusher. It's the cr I'm like it's the the Styles Clash. He's talking about the Styles Clash. So, but yeah. Bret, Bret Hart overall gave the pay per view a five out of ten. So there's there's one point up, but uh, yeah, but yeah, Jericho was great. It was it really was. This wasn't like a phoned in match of theirs. Yeah. So. Up next was a six-man, uh, or no, not a six-man. It was a seven-man tag match. Uh, League of Nations, Sheamus, Alberto Del Rio. Wait, hold on. Was yeah. it six-man? Uh, no, wasn't it three-on-three? Three? Yeah, it was six. Why, why, where would you get seven? Uh, Barrett. Barrett was not in the match. Uh, Barrett was in the match, wasn't he? Yeah, I kind of think that Shame, uh Rusev may have sat out. No, Rusev was definitely... They were all on the apron at the same time. There's <laughs> definitely... There's no way that... Maybe it was a handicap match then. Yeah, it definitely was four on three. Okay, there 100%. you go. 
All right, we'll go with it. So Sheamus, Del Rio, Rusev, and King Barrett defeated New Day. Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods. Uh, right off the bat, their entrance, they literally came out of a box of bootios. And it was hilarious. How did they do that They spot? came out looking like think? people from uh, Dragon Ball Z. Originally, I thought they were they were dressed as the White Power Ranger. Oh, okay. Right? But then Michael Cole was like, Oh my God, that's Dragon Ball Z. How do you not know that? <laughs> Even though it's a JR impression. But, <laughs> yeah, it's but it's like, how do you not know that? Like, what the heck is Dragon Ball Z? I don't know that. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I guess I could see it with Xavier's hair, but I originally I thought it was the Power Rangers, but... I didn't know Dragon Ball Z dressed up looking like that. Yeah. But how do you think they did that cereal spot? Do you think there was a trap door underneath the... Like, no, the, I, I think that they, they may have just pushed it over. You think all three of them were inside that box? Yeah, they may, may have just pushed it over. I don't know. How do you think they would... How could you... How could you fall uh, uh, off of a... Fall out of a box like that and not be like on your side or anything? I mean, maybe they went with it. I don't know. Maybe there was a uh, trapped uh, door. That's what I would have assumed anyway. But I mean, maybe they they tipped it over and then they went through the trap door. I mean, it did take a little bit for them to come out after a tip. Yeah, which even more so makes me believe that there could have been a trap door. But yeah. So next up, you no. Let's finish this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, right off the bat, I guess. Uh, well, not right off the bat, but. Uh, League of Nations kind of cheated to win this. I don't think... I mean, like, not really cheated, but, like, they cheated during the match. Yeah, they I don't, pulled heel tactics. Yeah, but I, I don't get... I really don't get the... I don't get it. I don't get why... The tag team champions just look stupid, in my opinion, by having I'm them okay, lose. I'm okay with them. As, especially for the, for the fact that the titles were no longer going to yeah, be an that, issue. I just thought that... It needed more, I guess. I, I thought. I don't know. I, I, I'm completely fine with New Day losing this match, especially because it was handicapped and it could potentially build these four other wrestlers. And New Day doesn't really need to be built too much because they are maybe the most popular team on the roster. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it made perfect sense to set up what happened afterwards. Where uh, League of Nations basically were like, uh, no one, there's no three people that could like do anything to us. We're the best. Which like there, you think like who's gonna come out? What's gonna happen? Bullet Club. Yeah, something like that. But instead, uh, Shawn Michaels' music hit. Dude was in gear. I don't quite know if I like the fact that he was in gear, but why not? Because I mean, I don't know what was he doing in gear. I don't know. He was probably like, why not? I'll toss it back on for another night. Followed by Cactus Jack, which they made clear to point that it was not Mick Foley. It was, in fact, Cactus Jack. Yeah. Followed by who I was waiting for to be either Hulk Hogan or Kurt Angle. <laughs> Followed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which I, I still mark out for. Yeah. Stone Cold. Dude, everyone. That pop is huge. Of everyone, course. Everyone went crazy for that. I was again waiting for a, a fourth person, but then that I, the I did think that there may have been a fourth person to come out, but that never happened. Right. So the three of them made their way down to the ring and did all their spots, uh, beating up League of Nations. Um, there was this. Uh, what what happened? 
I don't know, Maybe. fully hit his moves. Yeah, it was mainly everyone hit their finishers uh, and all of the guys from the League of Nations. And then Stone, uh, New Day joined them in the ring and proceeded to dance. Shawn Michaels danced, did Shawn, a little Shawn twerk. Michaels twerked, yeah. Look and at that, he's twerking, Michael. Xavier Woods tried to dance with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not the best well, idea. But Stone Cold Steve Austin did start dancing. He did, he did. But then he also flipped him off and hit him with the Stone Cold Stutter. Yeah. Which I am completely all for because that is exactly what Stone Cold Steve Austin would do. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it so many times in the past where he'll be dancing with someone or he'll... When have we ever seen him dancing with someone? Well, we've seen him in the past, but then, or he'll be laughing at someone's joke and be like, "Huh, that that is really funny," and then flip off, and then Stone Cold Steve, uh, Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, I mean, I'm completely fine with that. I don't think it makes New Day look bad. I no, I don't think that part made New Day look bad. I thought them losing the actual match, being tag team champions at WrestleMania, and not even having the titles on the line, losing like that, I think made. Them. Not I, look, not I look bad. I just think the situation itself was bad. I think it's fine, just because it's not like they lost clean either, right? Yeah. So up, uh, up next, yes, the most Hate underwhelming it. match of the night: uh, no holds barred street fight between Brock Lesnar, the victor, and Dean Ambrose. Um. They built this match up way more than, like, the build to the match was the best Well, I mean, part, yeah, I you had to build it. Yeah, but for what they built it to be, it turned yeah. out to just fizzle out and be nothing. The, I mean, not I, once the chainsaw was not used. I, <laughs> I mean, second I cough of the show. Third cough? Does I'm that trying, count as the second? Or does I'm that... trying to uh, to speak. Trying to press mute. <laughs> um, uh, now I forgot where it was. Well, I had mentioned the chainsaw. Were you going to say anything? Okay, yeah, no, I was going to say that. I don't. I never expected the chainsaw to actually get involved. They're still, bro. But they, uh, but they were the chainsaw... about some huge spot that they were trying to figure out that they were going to do, right? What? Were you telling on the last podcast about a big spot that they were thinking about doing? No. Yeah. Um, but there was... There was the chainsaw. You you could have used the chainsaw. You've been to like cut a kendo stick in half while Brock had it in his hand. All right, yeah, you could you could have done something like that. Um, you you have Foley the week before that give Dean Ambrose the barbed wire baseball bat gets brought out and then not even used. I was surprised at that. It was. I just don't understand why that would. I don't get it. And then they 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 ended the match. They pile all those chairs into the ring. And they and only use one. They land on one. Brock Lesnar landed on that one the yeah. first time, and then the the second time they, I guess, Ambrose officially. I mean, not officially, but like effectively landed on it. But that wasn't like Brock. When Brock won that, I was like, "What? How is yeah. that? Like, how is that it? Like, that doesn't make sense to me." But, I mean, I wasn't expecting all too much from the match anyway, so... No, I was expecting a lot more than that than there was mm-hmm. be, because of the build-up for it. Yeah. It was just, that's not, that was not a good match. Brock Lesnar, there's no reason for him to be in WWE anymore. Nothing. I'm fine with him. I mean, you're fine with, if you're fine with him, then you should be completely fine and thought that match was good. I did. You, I didn't think it was bad. 
I didn't think it was the bad. End, did you I think mean, it was it, under? It was, did you think the ending was underwhelming? No, I mean it, it wasn't. What what else did you want? I mean, it was a hardcore match. They didn't do anything. That, that match, one hundred percent. It's not. It's not like you could do crazy. Uh, no, but you could. No, but you could have. Eh, had like seven announce tables out there. It was a, a no holds barred street fight. It stayed in the ring the whole time. And what for WrestleMania? You're going to destroy every single announcer table out there? No, but it was a street fight, and they stayed in the ring for the most part. Yeah. I see your argument, but like, I mean, I'm still fine with it. I've seen your argument and throwing out this card. Yeah. But talking about throwing out cards, Charlotte. Well, actually, before we talk about the match. Uh, Yeah, on the pre-show, the kickoff show, Lita made an announcement that uh, there is, in fact, a new championship, the WWE Women's Championship, and there will no longer be a Divas champion. So, Charlotte was the last ever Divas champion. Awesome. Um, what I'm not understanding is the lineage here. In the fact, In the fact that they're billing Charlotte as the very first and only ever WWE Women's Champion. Yeah. But, like, if you go back to WWE history, 2010... Layla was the very the last women's champion, WWE women's champion. I'm not understanding like what's I'm not understanding like how is this different? The WWE women's championship is this it's the same name. Yeah. Just because you change the title doesn't mean it's a, a new thing. It's the same exact name. The one that was yeah. the I yeah, like I'm not I don't I'm just, like I'm blown away with that. Maybe they just want to distance themselves from it. But, like, what's there to distance, even? I don't know. I don't understand. Like, are you trying to... Are you going to have, like, Charlotte make history as, like, the longest reigning champion? And, like, you don't want that associated with the other one due to Fabulous Moolah having having held it for as, like, 10 years or whatever? Maybe they don't want to shatter all those records. That's what I... I don't understand, though. I'm I'm not understanding... I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, it's the same exact title. It's the same name. I mean, not title. Yeah. Eh. But as far as the design of the championship, it's the same exact thing as the WWE title, except (coughs) smaller. And it's a white strap with a red plate instead of a black uh, back plate. Um, the, The champion also gets side plates, their own custom side plates. Um, I wish I kind of wish it was a different color due to the fact that the Intercontinental Championship is also a white strap. I I, I agree. I kind of felt like that was like a unique thing. Like the reason why Cody Rhodes brought it back made it like look like the classic Intercontinental Champion. It was like a unique thing, and now it's just oh, here's the IC title and here's the Women's Championship. Yeah. But then again, like what color do you go with? You can't do pink because then. Oh, that's sexist. I would be fine with green. Um, I know, I mean, maroon could have been a good color, but then how do you do the red backplate? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But as far as this match, uh, first of all, entrances, we should say. Um, Becky Lynch, she had a normal entrance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much else to say there. 
Uh, Sasha Banks, though, came out. Easy entrance. Yeah, came out to the ring, being uh, sung to the ring by Raven Phoenix, or Felix. What is her name? I think it's Raven Felix. I don't know. Maybe. And uh, I guess... I I thought it was going to be That's So Raven Girl. No. I really thought it was That's Who It Was. No, it was probably the girl who sings Sasha Banks' theme song. And as well as Snoop Dogg, who who, uh, added a rap verse into the song and then actually accompanied Sasha to the ring. Um, as far as the, the woman singing her theme song, I'm assuming she couldn't hear herself because she was like off key. Yeah. I mean, it is very loud in there. I, yeah. I mean, a hundred thousand people, I would assume that was like, I mean, clearly there were parts in there that like I could hear like, Oh no, she's, she could definitely sing. Just, she just might not be able to hear herself. Yeah. Um, but I popped, and had goosebumps for the fact that um, Sasha Banks, she had, she wore long tights uh, in tribute to Eddie Guerrero, similar tights to when he won the WWE Undisputed Championship at No Way Out in 2004. Yeah, they made a lot of references to that. And then uh, Charlotte made her entrance, and she came out wearing a blue and silver robe, and I popped in my head because I was like, I was like, that looks like the robe that Ric Flair wore at WrestleMania 24. And then the commentary is like, this was actually made from the robe that Ric Flair wore at WrestleMania 24. I was like, what? That's so cool. Yeah. And I don't even like Charlotte. <laughs> but yeah, as far as this match goes, I think, uh, would you say this was the third best match of Mania weekend? Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I heard. Um, really? I mean, well, I mean, I heard you mute yourself <coughs> as. Oh. Um, no, it was a very good match. Um, let's see. Third best. You know what? Like, the fans were completely into this. Charlotte, I was blown away with Charlotte here. I still think she can't wrestle. I still think she think that she can't wrestle, but. Uh, I still go back and forth because I really like the, uh, the ladder match. And I also really liked uh, Shane versus Undertaker, but not as much. So, yeah, well, yeah, maybe yeah. not the best, the third best. I but it's know. up there. But yeah, Charlotte, she she had these spots in her that she she was she was looking good. Yeah. But there's parts like that ending of the match. She proved right then and there. Nope. I, I was fine this. with the ending. Well, the ending where she hit the double, the natural selection. She like yeah. paused right before she hit it. Yeah, it's, it's like little things like that. It's just like oh, yeah. I can't believe she's. And then for her to walk out as champion, man. Well, I, I thought I I thought for sure when they were. I mean they 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 showcased Sasha Banks the whole week. This is Sasha Banks, right? Sasha Banks, and then Sasha there's Banks. Snoop Dogg coming nothing, out. All the Eddie Guerrero references. Yeah, nothing about Becky Lynch. Nothing about Charlotte. All it was all Sasha Banks, and then Charlotte wins. But during yeah. the match itself, I thought. Right up until the end, I thought Becky Lynch was gonna was actually gonna win it. Yep. And I was pulling for Becky Lynch, and I still am pulling for Becky Lynch. Oh, I think after the Hall of Fame, a lot more people are pulling for Becky Lynch now. Oh, I yeah. think a lot more people. I was like, she what was, even, I was like, what are you talking about? I was oh, like, because she was like trending no, on Twitter now, or whatever. Because yeah, every time they show Bruno San Martino or Stone damn, Cold, what a oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Undertaker pick up a victory over Shane to uh, not 
retire from WrestleMania? Yeah, it was a Hell in a Cell match. And if uh, Shane won, he would have control of Monday Night Raw. And Undertaker would not be able to complete compete ever again at WrestleMania. I don't get it. Um, as far as the match goes itself, I, I sat back. I enjoyed the hell out of this match. Yeah, that's more... I think that it wasn't like one of those matches where you glued. It was just more like chill out and just watch. I, and it was good. I loved... I thought it was the cutest thing. Shane McMahon's entrance. He goes uh, over to where, to where the wrestlers come out and like all of a sudden three kids come out and like they it's his kids doing the Shane McMahon yeah. entrance. At first I thought they were little Japanese women. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess the whole Sting entrance last year, I'm not getting over that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, they made they made their entrance and everything. I thought it was really cool. Um, they make the, their way down ringside. You see you got Linda McMahon sitting there. You got Shane's wife who used to work for WWE. Michelle McCool was sitting right there with her kids. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, so, but as far as the match goes, I I personally, I thought, I, I loved this match. I really did. Not based off of the ending. I didn't like the ending. But for the fact that I was in 2016 seeing Shane McMahon work a WrestleMania match against Undertaker, it was so randomly thrown together and really didn't have that great of a build-up to it. But that spot of him on that jumping off that cage i yeah. mean that was awesome yeah he clipped he clipped the uh the the side of the cage taker what like speared him through basically or yep. whatever they they fell through and then shane ended up climbing up and diving off the cell only to miss and, and what a miss it was i mean you saw him coming down you're like oh no there was yeah. so much potentially that could have went wrong, and thank goodness it did not. It was a great spot. The crowd loved it. Uh, Stephen Amell got that amazing angle of Shane McMahon, uh, I guess, preparing to jump, and yeah. then through that process of jumping. Uh, just, I thought it was fun. Yeah. And I'm happy that both, rest, both guys are okay. Especially Shane after that jump. Yeah, and uh, Shane got carted off afterwards and did the whole thumbs up thing while yep. he was on the stretcher or the cart, the WrestleMania cart. Yeah. But as far as the outcome goes, I I don't I don't understand. Like, do they really think Undertaker needs to wrestle another WrestleMania? Like, you, 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 you know had, the you one had, match that everyone wants. Yeah, which that's the I'm, only match. That I'm absolutely shocked. I could have seen like a huge swerve coming where uh, Sting, I'm retired, and then yeah, come he, out. he comes out during the Hall of Fame section of WrestleMania. They're all out there, not face painted. There was enough time for him to go back in the back, paint up his face, come out, do something, yeah, distract Undertaker or something. I'm shocked. You had someone else hugely involved in the storyline, Vince McMahon, not even on WrestleMania, nowhere near it. Yeah. Like, how? I don't understand. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, the next matchup, um, thought for sure it was going to get cut or something due to time. Because it was already like 10.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was like late. It was like, not 10.30, but like, it was, it was maybe like 10, 10.15 or something like that. 
the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, where we only knew 14 people? No, 17? 16 people? We knew some people. Yeah, 16 people we knew announced. Uh, the four people that ended up being the, the final four, we thought for sure Cesaro was going to be in this. We Dad, he was not. There was and, a lot of we, other... And we both picked Kane to win if Cesaro was not in it. Yeah. Um, randomly, during the whole, like, hey, you guys go out there entrance, Tataka was in the ring. Yeah. And, and while... <laughs> And while the other entrances, like the like Big Show's entrance was happening at Everett, they showed the ring, and I was like, wait a minute, is Tatanka in there? Like, what the heck is Tatanka yeah, doing there? random. I liked, yeah. like Michael Cole, like the commentators had no clue that he was even in the match until like the middle yeah, of that, the match. That I did not like. Michael Cole marked out, he goes, wait a minute, Tatanka's in this match? I did not like that they were not aware of who was in the match. Um, and then they went through with a few people getting entrances. DDP, yeah, was, Dallas Page. That was weird. Random. You had Shaquille well, O'Neal. Yeah. Anybody else get an entrance? I was um, gonna. Well, Big Show Kane. Yeah, Big Show Kane. But yeah, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, uh, making his in-ring debut. Yeah, I guess you could say that at WrestleMania. So was, AJ Styles uh, and him making his de- debuts this year. Yes. Well, I mean, he's been in the ring before doing... But never wrestled, right? I mean, I would say he wrestled. Never had an official match, though. Exactly. Yeah, but this... And he actually did good. He hit a double choke slam. Uh, yeah, dude. Like I always said, I wanted to see Shaquille O'Neal wrestle one one match at least. Yeah, and then he had everyone jumping him and jumping... Uh, uh, him and Yeah, him and Big Show got Big tossed Show. out at the same time. Uh, someone who it's very apparent that should be used because a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand plus people popped huge, cheered loudly for him. Sandow. Sandow was probably one of the most over people in that match. Out. Eliminated. Awful. Second person out. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was cool to see diamond, the DDP hit some diamond cutters and stuff. Yeah, it was um, it was a fun match. It still it was good. The end of the match, Kane, uh, he finishes off. Uh, oh, he, also, I guess we forgot to say another surprise entrant during that whole jobber like entrance was Baron Corbin just randomly being there from NXT. Yeah, uh, and he was all he's the winner of the match. He eliminated Kane to surprise surprise everyone, and Baron Corbin was your winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, it was cool, kind of, to see the fact that um, Baron Corbin lost lost his shot at being in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal last year on the pre-show, or not on the pre-show during Axis. I think they I think they did the matches for him, and Hideo Itami ended up winning the Battle Royal for that to get into that Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. So from losing a preliminary match to even get into the one at WrestleMania 31 to then going on to actually winning the one at WrestleMania 32. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, I don't expect much yeah. honestly. Cause I mean, what happened with Cesaro, what happened with big show? Nothing. Um, after this, it was what time was it? 11 o'clock maybe. Um, you have the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, who I, I got into a Twitter argument with someone. Do you know who the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders are otherwise? Or it's just like, 
Yeah. Like, they're not famous, too, right? They're just cheerleaders. Yeah, I mean, they're the most famous out yeah, of all but cheerleaders, not, though. But, but like, I mean, I not, don't really care. Yeah, that's what I thought. Some yeah. some 40-something or 50-year-old guy started arguing with me. He goes, oh, you must be, like, you must be so young or whatever, not famous. They were on every TV show. I was like, bro, it's 2016. Where the heck have they been? Nowhere. They've been in Dallas cheering for the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, they had their TV show, but who cares? I mean. Yeah. But, yeah, so that happened, and then The Rock came out with a flamethrower to light his name on fire, and then come to the ring and cut, like, a 20-minute long promo about how there's 101,763 people at mm-hmm. AT&T Stadium <laughs> for WrestleMania 32, followed by the Wyatt family coming out, Mm-hmm. followed by The Rock ripping off his clothes to reveal he's in ring gear, challenging the Wyatt family. Eric Rowan stepped up. One, two, three, six-second match. Now it's the quickest match of WrestleMania yeah, history. Yeah, it beats uh, Chavo Guerrero versus Kane. Yeah. I didn't get the segment at all. Um, I don't know. I get it just because, like, I mean, it puts it, – it's a, one of those – Moments where if you're there live, you mark out for it, you like to see. and Yeah, no, no. Hell yeah. I would be marking the hell out if I was there live. Exactly. But, but like, like sitting here, sitting here and seeing that, it's already, literally this was, it was already like 11 o'clock. Yeah, this definitely, it was odd. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it was odd. And that was, I guess, another thing like, okay, the rock's out here. He's going to, like, this is going to be something, a WrestleMania that we make history and we're never going to forget whatnot. Then the Wyatt family cut him off. That's one versus three. I'm still, I'm like, no way. Are they saving Hulk Hogan and Angle for this? (laughs) (laughs) And then The Rock beat Eric Rowan in six seconds, which I think makes Eric Rowan look bad. Being as big as Rowan is and as strong as Rowan is, boom, loses to Rock in six seconds. Yeah, no, I could understand that, but whatever. Up next, the main event of the evening for the WWE Championship. I did not 100% was so confused about Triple H's entrance. You had Stephanie McMahon in, like, a a leather leotard and, and a leather jacket on top of this entranceway thing talking about whatever she was talking about. She sounded like she was in, uh, what is it, uh, Mad, from the uh, Mad Max movie. It, or that. Or she, or she was at a, was portraying Cher. Like, See, I, now I said Shania Twain. Somebody tweeted back saying it looks more like Cher, but... Yeah, I would have went with Cher. I or don't Mad know Max, about that, uh, Tina Turner. Dude, come on. We, Shania Twain rocked this, an outfit that uh, looked just like yeah, that. Yeah, but not, not as... Yeah, but this was Cher or no, Tina Turner. No, I'm pretty Mad sure Max. Shania Twain rocked an actual, <laughs> the exact well, outfit. Well, let's get on with the entrance, though, because there was a lot of actually... It was very odd because Triple H was over... Like, he didn't... They didn't show him coming out. Yes, they did. What are you talking no, about? No, they didn't. They yes, just they showed – when they cut from Stephen McMahon to Triple H, Triple H was already on the stage. Mm, no, they had the – didn't they have the – all those people with the WWE title and, and the skull masks? Yeah. They were walking out. And then, boom, and Triple H shot from that. Came dead That's, center in between that. 
Yeah, but you see him, he was just standing there in the background. But was it dark? It was no, dark, wasn't it? Was, I mean, I, I saw him know, on the man. WWE Network. I just rewatched it. Yeah, but a lot of these guys are known people of this Skull Army, whatever you want really? to call them. I was like, I was so confused, though. I was like, is this, like, a thing? Like, is this from... It's, yeah, it's being reported that... I was saying, like, existed. is this from, a like, a, a movie, though, I mean. Oh. Apparently, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, who's... You wouldn't know. <laughs> I forgot who Stephanie McMahon thanked. Special effects. Tom Sav- uh, Savini. Savini? Savini? Oh, when, no. when did she thank him? Yeah, Tom, uh, Tom Savini, yeah. When did uh, she She tweeted him out. I guess maybe he created the mask for them or something. But he's a huge special effects guy in the horror industry. But yeah, this group of people consisted of, rumor has it, uh, Hideo Itami, The Revival, Chad Gable, Simon Gotch, Biff Busick, Blake and Murphy, Enzo Amori, Elias Sampson, Finn Balor, Drake Wirtz, Sean Bennett, and Danilo Anfibio. That's that's Danny. E. Yeah, Danny. E. I'm not saying that last name again. <laughs> yeah, so I did not understand that entrance whatsoever. I did not either. It was very lackluster. I feel like the shine was more on Stephanie McMahon than it was on Triple H. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but it was it was really medieval times ish. No, or, or are you calling? No. <laughs> That, no, her entrance, her, no. her speaking like that was very medieval times-ish. I guess it was... A lot of people were saying that as well. Medieval times-ish, but let's see. Yeah, he, he's just standing back there. Uh, well, whatever. Like, I, I like it more when you see the people, see the wrestler come out from the backstage guess, as opposed to the camera. Like, the camera cuts, and he's already standing in the in the back waiting for the light to come on. Like, I mean, it's kind of like with Chris Jericho and stuff like that. I'm not that much of a fan of an entrance where the person has to go out and then wait for the camera to go on them. Yeah. But, well, yeah, but this match took place. Um, anything you want to note about it? So, uh, got a spear. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it was what was expected. Yeah. Roman Reigns came out, won WWE Championship. Yeah, so congratulations to the new champion. Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, nothing really else to know about this match. <laughs> that, that was WrestleMania. Yeah. Which, I mean, overall, WWE, they did a very, very good job at getting everyone booked. Yeah. Like, everyone that was, like, current mm-hmm. booked. So, that was awesome on their part. Yeah, no, and I, I guess even even with the skulls, Triple H is like, well, how do I get these people from NXT booked? <laughs> yeah. They were like, no, no, I, normally we'd, we'd get good. local jobbers, but yeah. So that was uh, WrestleMania. Now it's time to move on to our uh, no, 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 no. I just rewatched. I just watched this video clip of uh, Luke Harper's injury. It's so weird. Why? What? What's weird about that? I mean, just because it just looks like his leg just gives out on him. That sucks. Well, Hopefully that's what, he's... That's what happened to Kevin Nash. No? No, this was like... It just looked weird. I mean, Nash injured himself going for a tag. 
Yeah. I guess injuries happen regardless, which is now one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out at any time. It sucks, but... Yeah, it's just weird. Well, yeah. hopefully Luke Harper's okay. Yeah. Oh, um, well, he had a successful pretty... surgery. He did? Yeah. All right. Good. Where do you want to go from here? Monday Night Nitro. I guess I could have introduced that one for you. <laughs> and then you're like, Luke Harper's injury looked bad. Weird. It did. Uh, Vince McMahon making his first appearance on WWE television since last week's Monday Night Raw came out to basically gloat about Undertaker winning. Uh, but then he ended up saying that he respects Shane McMahon, who then came out to try and shake Vince McMahon's hand. And it ended with Vince putting Shane McMahon in charge of Raw for the night. So, like, was that ending really necessary like are they just yeah. testing the waters i don't understand like i don't i don't get it but i mean hey i what i didn't like about this whole episode of raw before i even like get started um was the fact that they kind of like overhyped like this is the raw after wrestlemania big things happen and it's yeah. like don't like when you acknowledge that it's not, then it's not cool. Like, you don't, that's yeah, like, it's not let, just, let us be surprised. Yeah, like, don't try and spoil stuff. Yeah. Don't try and build stuff up that's not going to be, like, as big as you're building it to be. No. But the very first na- match of the night, pointless match, I thought, was New Day, Biggie Langston, and Kofi Kingston teaming up to defeat. League of Nations, that being Sheamus and Bad News Barrett, to retain the WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, This was surprising to me because when this got announced to be a match, I was like, oh, damn it. That's League of Nations Monday night after WrestleMania. Raw after Mania, boom, they're going to win the championships. But no, they they did not. They lost. And uh, Sheamus ended up speaking about Weak links, and Rusev and Del Rio grab Bad News Barrett, and Sheamus hit him with a bro kick, kicking him out of the League of Nations. Yeah, weakest link. And then Goodbye. The, and then the Wyatts came out and attacked League of Nations. Yeah, very. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess that I, sets I up. That. that sets up three versus three, but I still like. I don't like. I don't. I don't understand that, but I don't know. And yeah, then it was odd. up next, Summer Ray came out to cut a promo. That's like, okay, I didn't understand that either. But uh, she basically was saying how her team, Team Bad and Blonde, would have won at WrestleMania had she been the team captain. And then took a quick jab at Sasha Banks, which led to Sasha <laughs> Banks coming out being like, bro, I'm still the boss. And then Sasha Banks defeated Summer Ray in like two minutes. Yeah. So I like I don't understand why they had this match with Summer Rae, but I guess of the to make I mean of the the bad and blonde she would make the most sense. Yeah, no, I'm good with it. Yeah. Next up, you had a debut for the main roster. Apollo Cruz picked up the victory over Tyler Breeze. Uh, impressive debut. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, it was just a typical Apollo yeah, Cruz match. Yeah, um, crazy. He hit the backflip. Yeah, but hopefully something happens with him. 
on the main roster instead of what happened, like Breeze, what he turned into? I'm going to say that he's going to become like a Breeze. <laughs> it seems like that. I mean, you don't, like, you have his big debut against somebody who also was supposed to have a huge debut and then just fizzled out. So Yeah, I mean, I, I maybe I just don't know a lot of Cruz, so maybe I just have to see more. I don't know. We'll see. Up next, Roman Reigns came out to the ring filled with booze. The arena was, was that like Yoda? <laughs> mm. filled, filled with booze, the arena was. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns gets on the mic saying that he's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He's the guy. And then he basically said anyone in the back could challenge him for the title. Out yeah. came Chris Jericho, which I was like, no, no, I don't want to see that at all. And that led to um, Jericho doing his typical Jericho shtick. AJ Styles came out, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn came out. So all five of them ended up brawling. And backstage afterwards, Shane McMahon set up a fatal four-way for the number one contender. And uh, right before that match actually took place, fast forward even more so during the night, uh, Kevin Owens attacked Sami Zayn and powerbombed him through the table. So Sami Zayn got taken out for that match. Yeah, and could not compete later on. Yeah, but up next, Baron Corbin made his Monday Night Raw debut uh, to cut a very weak promo, what I thought was. Again, that sounds like... <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> I don't know, I don't even watch Star Wars, but that, that was pretty good. Uh, I'm impressed that you said Star Wars this time. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Star Trek's out on DVD, I heard. No, it's see that's forced. Yeah. Wow, wow, look at that. <laughs> Imagine I was really like a giant Star Wars fan. <laughs> funny. But yeah, Corbin cut a promo about winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Really awkward. Not awkward, but just weak promo. Mm. I, he needs more. I don't think he's real. I really don't think he's ready for the main roster yet. Yeah, like, I feel like they may, I, he should have stayed down a little bit. But he, we'll he, see. I, well, I mean, I said that he he did definitely did improve, but I mean, to even even to go back to take over Dallas, we even said it like the match. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't like spectacular. Yeah. So I don't. I really don't think he's ready for main roster yet. But what better person to have him go against on his debut of the main roster of Monday Night Raw, a singles competition at least? That means uh, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, which then ended in a double countout because they fought in the crowd. I don't know. This was like an awkward ending to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, it ended up with uh, Dolph Ziggler getting hit with the end of days on the outside of the ring. And, yeah. that was, and that was that. That was that. Up next, Zack Ryder came out to cut a promo. My finger's sitting there. like I was fingers crossed. I'm like, oh, okay. And then Brand, Lil, Brandon, Lil, Brandon knew. Yeah, deep down. Lillian Garcia, though, she goes, Zack Ryder for the Intercontinental, and then, like, stopped. And then Ryder gets the mic. Yeah, and apparently she got a lot of heat for that, too. Something like that. But, uh, so Ryder was just cutting a promo. I'm like, okay, okay, it's just a promo. Okay, it's a promo. And <laughs> Miz came out. 
Miz came out. They after the, they showed the picture of Ryder with uh, Razor Ramon, him holding Razor's title, and then fast forward to WrestleMania this year, it's Scott Hall's holding Zack Ryder's title, and then that's when Miz came out, and I'm like, oh damn it, Miz yeah. gets in the face of Ryder. You're the reason why I'm not champion. And then Miz challenged him. Ryder finally accepted. And then Miz defeated Zack Ryder to become the Intercontinental Champion. With some help. Yeah. During the match, Miz got in Mr. Ryder's face. And uh, Mr. Ryder shoved Miz, which should have been a disqualification there. But was not. And then Maurice, Miz's wife Maurice, former two-time WWE Divas Champion, hopped the barricade. Got in Mr. Ryder's face and slapped him. Uncalled for. Which was the distraction enough for Miz to hit the skull-crushing finale to win. Um, But there were were points during that match where I did think, like, oh, no, Ryder's got this. He's going to win this. But, come on, deep down, damn. It's like, (laughs) it was like, come on, you had to, you you were already mentally prepared for it. As soon as he won at WrestleMania, it's like, oh, no, he's going to lose it the next night. Yeah, but but maybe he won't. That wasn't the case, unfortunately. No, very. But you know, at least he did get the victory that mattered. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully, this is leading to like the climb. Like to this will hopefully make the two of them Miz relevant again. Yeah, I think that this may be able to elevate both of them. That's why I'm not very angry that uh, that he did lo- uh, lose the ch- uh, lose the championship because maybe this could elevate the Miz as well, and he needs to be elevated right now. Yeah, and maybe this leads to payback where Ryder finally overcomes Miz and all the distractions and everything, and maybe Scott Hall shows up, Razor Ramon shows up and helps Ryder win or something. I know that's super far-fetched, but you would yeah. love to see that, right? Yeah, why not? I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think that would be super cool. I mean, backstage, even after after uh, Miz lost, they had a, a Raw Fallout video on YouTube. Hey, yo, why don't you give Zack Ryder a rematch? And Miz's like, I'm not giving him a rematch. What do I need a rematch for? He goes, what, are you scared? Which then set up SmackDown, Miz versus... Ryder for a rematch for the title. But we and we'll know. get to that a little bit later on. <laughs> yeah. On this Wednesday night. What was that? Um, my dad called. Was that like a vibrate though? Or was that a ringtone? Yeah. No, it was vibrate. That's weird. It sounded like a ringtone. I, I turned my phone on vibrate. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So. Up next, Lita and all the WWE Divas were in the ring. To formally present the new championship to Charlotte. Which led to her cutting an awful promo. She couldn't stay in character when the fans were chanting for Bailey, uh, And then just overall sucked. That's my opinion. It's definitely That's not going to change. Opinion. It's not going to change. No, he's sticking to it. And I liked, I, when I was tweeting some stuff during WrestleMania, people were like coming to the, to the um, side of Charlotte. And I was like, no, like you clearly... You haven't watched the Charlotte Flair match then. I mean, it, hey, like, I mean, Bret Hart says some outrageous stuff. But if Bret Hart says you're green, then you're green. Yeah. <laughs> like, that might be the only thing I'll agree with Bret Hart on for current day wrestling. Yeah, no, Bret Hart knows his stuff. He's been around 
a time or two. But like then, then he like talks about how the ladder match was awful. So like yeah, yeah. no, Bret Hart <laughs> this stuff. He's and then and he talks about how Shane McMahon he never looks at Shane McMahon as a worker. He's always like the promoter's son, and Shane's not a wrestler. But it's like no, if you watch <laughs> like I mean I'm maybe I have blinders on because I was a huge Shane McMahon fan. Uh-huh. I would 100% say Shane McMahon was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. He put in way so much of his time and and had good matches. Yeah. So, but I agree with Bret Hart. Charlotte is green does not deserve <laughs> the championship. Well, next up but, you had to... No, 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 cuz no. that led to all the divas or women, I don't know what to call them anymore. Women? Is it the Divas Division? They, or do I call them superstars? They were referred to as superstars as well. But uh, they all end up leaving the ring. First uh, Sasha, then Becky, and then like Paige and all the other ones. And Charlotte's like, really? Come on, you guys. I'm Charlotte Flair. I'm the champion. And Natalia kind of showing off uh, the most character we've ever seen from her. Getting right into Charlotte's face and just being like, yelling about how you have to be humble and like just getting in her face, which I thought was the best we've ever seen from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, not from Charlotte, from Natalia. Then they started fighting and Ric Flair pulled Charlotte out of the ring while uh, Natty had the sharpshooter locked in. So that's setting up Charlotte Flair versus Natalia. Great. Obviously you can tell by the, how much I'm speaking that I'm so excited about this. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but, and, and so it's so funny. Cause like Natalia mentioned, like she goes, Oh, we had such a good match back at roadblock. And it's like, that wasn't like your good match. Like your good match came in NXT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever. I know. Up uh, next though, they aired a vignette for the return of Primo and Epico. Although they didn't, they didn't say, yeah, it was very random. They didn't quite say uh, Primo and Epico, but it said greetings from Puerto Rico with them on it and in the, the video. So, yeah. I mean, come on. That's them. That is them. Uh, next up, you had the Dudley Boys pick up a victory over the Usos. In a tables uh-huh. match. Uh, yeah. Premature victory, I guess. When uh, the Usos went up to the top rope to put the Dudleys, both of them, through with Uso splashes, Dudleys moved and Usos went through the table. The bell rang anyway. Uh, and then Devon tossed one of the Usos through a table that was set up through the corner. Um, I don't know. Like Bubba Ray, after that happened, was like, now you ring the bell. Now we won the match. You're stupid. This is stupid. Blah, blah, blah. And like completely went off. But like having what had happened after that with them not like they refused to leave. They're like, yeah. we'll leave when we want to leave. We'll do what we want. So that kind of makes me think that that what looked like a botch looked like awful like refereeing or whatever happened there was maybe mm. scripted. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Bubba Ray, they off mic. No one's going to stop us. Who's going to stop us? And then, boom, Enzo and Cass make their, their main roster debut. 
And they make they beeline right past them too. Yeah, not even looking at them, just just focus right on going down to the ring and and. I, I really like that. That Dude, they, they just, it was just beeline. They didn't even acknowledge the Dudleys. I popped for that. But when they finally did acknowledge the Dudleys, Enzo absolutely killed it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, the crowd. I mean, Brad, Brad again, eighty nine. He couldn't. Be, he couldn't believe that the entire crowd knew was able to recite every single thing that he was saying. Yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable the connection that the two of them have with the audience. It was amazing. Yeah, and then uh, the whole segment basically ended where uh, the Dudleys kind of teased like they got up on the apron as if they were going to attack Enzo and Cass, but they dropped down and left, which then led to Cass being like, "Well, Devon, Bubba." Let me spell it out for you. And everyone, S-A-W-F-T, sauce. I'm good with, this is why I like the Dudley Boys sticking around. Because they are a rough, tough, heel tag team that the WWE does not have. <sighs> I they mean, more so for Bubba Ray, though. Okay, yes, more so for Bubba Ray at some point. But for now, it's perfect. No, 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 I'm saying more so of like a heel person is Bubba Ray. Oh, I, I think of them both as... Yeah, as, no, I mean, like, like I don't... I mean, Devon, you don't really get much from Devon. Yeah. I mean, that even at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I love that, by the way, during... during to get, you, their, get your own damn tables? No, at the... Yeah, well, because Devon went to go speak and Bubba goes, Whoa, 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 all you do is say testify. You don't get to say yeah. anything else. He goes, yo, go get your own tables. Yeah, so, was funny. I thought that was funny, but... Yeah, so we don't really get much from Devon. It's more so Bubba Ray showing that character side of being yep. heel. Um, but in the main event, AJ Styles picked up the victory to become the new number one contender against Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and uh, the returning Cesaro, who replaced Sami Zayn. Although- Which was very interesting, the way that they brought him back. I mean, at first, Lillian Garcia was on the on the mic saying that Sami Zayn's unable to compete, but there's still going to be a competitor in the match, and then so out comes Cesaro, full suit, everything. Yeah, that he's, was he's playing he's playing with his uh with his cuffs on his wrist his wrist cuffs as if he's undoing them, and then he just rips it right off, as if to say that's how you do it, Rock. That's how you. Do it's it. awesome. Um, although a bit disappointed Uh-oh. that it was Cesaro. Why is that? Fa- well, how did Kevin Owens get into this match? I don't know. I was Intercontinental Champion. I am going to deserve WWE Championship because I lost last night at WrestleMania. Zack Ryder loses the title <laughs> on Raw. How's he not going to step up and be like, I was IC champ too. What you? I'm going to go for this. But no, I was just kidding. I was not disappointed with Cesaro returning. Yeah. In um, fact, I thought for 100% Cesaro, I was like, hell yeah, they're going to do it. Cesaro's going to finally get like his his time to shine and become yeah. WWE champion. And then AJ Styles won, which I'm completely yeah. fine with. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. No matter who won this match, I was going to be happy. Although and I was I, disappointed with commentary, how they built this up as... Oh my God, AJ Styles! This is big, so big for him. He's got well, a, a shot. It's his first time, but it's not his first time. His he debuted literally. His debut match was a WWE Championship match. So that that kind of like pisses me off because like 
as if we're supposed to forget the Triple H won the WWE title in the Royal Rumble. I'm very fine with the, this entire thing. The thing that I question is now that The Miz defeated Zack Ryder because Kevin Owens was in this match. Yeah. Where does that put Kevin Hello. Owens with this? Because now First Zack all, Ryder, wait. hold on, Zack Ryder gets a rematch, but does Kevin Owens not get a rematch? Forget about Kevin Owens. Look at Triple H. Triple H is in the same boat. Yeah, tri does Triple H not get a rematch? It's It appears as if he does not. It appears as if it's just going to fade off and it's going to be Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles now. Mm -hmm. But as far as the match goes, I think this was probably Chris Jericho's maybe best match. One of his best matches since being back for like the past two years. I think this match was really good. It was a lot of fun. Cesaro going into all three corners, doing the uppercuts, the running uppercuts. Yep. Just everything was really good. And I... I I mean, I really I was pulling for Cesaro here. So but, happy that he's back. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, but, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm, I, I'm I thought he was going to cool win. With AJ getting the victory, though. Yeah, I am too. But I, I thought Cesaro was going to win it when he locked in the sharpshooter. Yeah, that didn't happen. Nope. Uh, moving on to SmackDown, really quick. It currently did not happen yet live. Uh, so these are SmackDown spoilers for us. But we figured we have to uh, cover it just based off the fact that on Raw it was announced that the Vaud Villains will be making their SmackDown main roster debut on SmackDown. Um, so the Vaud Villains picked up the victory against Lucha Dragons. I am going to be curious to see the reaction from the crowd. And the, the only reason why I have to assume is the, that they actually did do it on, on a card such as that on SmackDown is because... They didn't know what the reaction would be. Yeah, and I, still, I, I, I don't know how long they're going to stick around. It's, I, I think that team still is very awkward for me. They really fizzled out big time. Kind of like Ascension. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's WWE's fault again there. Nah. Um, but like they they were super over when they first debuted as their team, and it kind of like floating, 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 and then at takeover Brooklyn when they won the titles they were like I couldn't believe people were cheering for them as loudly as they were I yeah. couldn't believe the reaction that they got and then they lost the titles and just fizzled out mm -hmm. nothing came of it and I still I don't understand I don't I don't think I can't picture right now this getting over on like a main roster big arena setting I can't either yeah, but up after that, another match that we were going to touch on is the match that we spoke about earlier. Miz giving Zack Ryder his rematch. Also uh, picking up the victory here because apparently Maurice causing some distraction there. So it, so, it seems as if that's going to be like a thing. Hopefully Zack Ryder will get a, re a I don't know how, how to do this now. Does this lead to Maurice? Wrestling again? Does that like? Are they gonna bring Emma on screen? Like that's. I mean, I mean, they did make mention of it of them dating at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so it's like, are they gonna bring that like to like in storyline and everything? Maybe, maybe they'll have an intergender match. But even still, where does Kevin Owens go with the IC belt? And I think Kevin Owens. I think that's done. I think it's straight up WWE. Like I mean, I guess I guess champions don't get rematches anymore. 
But no, I mean, I, they, I, I think know this isn't the first time that they they have kicked it out. Yeah, I don't know. But so. that was SmackDown, and uh, now I guess we're we're gonna continue on with our, I mean, Zack Ryder filled episode, and go to um, uh, Zack Ryder's theme song that was never used uh, and never really released by Downstate. Um, you guys would know them. They did Mrs. Theme Song, Alex Riley, um, a Ziggler theme song. So we'll be right back here on Marketing. Out.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 270. Thank you so much to Downstate for letting us use that song. Awesome uh, song. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that that never actually got used for Ryder's theme song. Yeah, and uh, definitely grateful for you letting us play this on the pod, that on the podcast, and exposing our listeners to that song. Yeah. Um, now moving on from the whole WWE portion of WrestleMania weekend, uh, going to all the independent stuff from this past weekend. Yeah, on the first CZW, welcome to the Combat Zone. Taking place in Dallas, Texas. All of them pretty much take place at Eddie Eddie Dean's ranch, so I'm not going to say that again. Except for the, yeah, well. If they, yeah, besides like Ring of Honor probably. Yeah. Um, Shane Strickland picked up the victory over A.R. Fox, Desmond Xavier, and Joey Janela, and Ricochet, and Trevor Lee. That should have yeah. been a good, really good match. Yeah. The uh, WSU world title was on the line. Champion Cherry Bomb successfully defended that title and defeated Jessica Havoc. And in your main event, you had the CZW World Heavyweight Champion, Matt Tremont, pick up a victory over Masada in a no-ropes barbed wire death match. Yeah. Um, Also on April 1st, Evolve 58 took place. Uh, The Evolve Tag Team Championships were on the line. Drew Galloway and Johnny Gargano, the champions, defeated the premier athlete brand successfully retaining those titles there. Yeah, um, another successful defense. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, the Evolve champion, successfully defended his championship against Matt Riddle, not because he picked up the victory, but because it was a no contest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sammy Callahan picked up a victory against Ethan Page. And Zack Sabre Jr. picked up the victory over Will Willow Spree. Did we announce the Cruiserweight people last week? Not yet. Or that didn't even happen? That we can announce them now. Yeah, so, well, I mean, do you have them all up now? No. Nope. The, the ones, the announced names? <laughs> so so we'll, we'll do it a little later on in the show. All right. <laughs> when, we get to, when we get to outside the ring news. We'll Spoiler. Just... <laughs> yeah, so... Um, uh, do you want to cover the next Evolve match or uh, event, or do you want to cover ROH now since that was let's, the first, or do you want to just Okay, yeah, stick? let's go to Ring of Honor. So Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor 10 took place uh, at the Hyatt Regency in Dallas, Texas. I hear it's a beautiful hotel. Just kidding, I didn't hear that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just going to run down uh, the, the last bit of matches that took place here, starting with an eight-man tag match. Uh, the Briscoe brothers teamed up with War Machine to defeat Silas Young and the All Night Express, Kenny King and Rhett Titus, and the Beer City Bruiser. Yeah, you also had more tag team action as the Young Bucks picked up the victory over Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. Yeah, and the Ring of Honor Championship world title was on the line. Champion Jay Lethal defended the successfully defended the title against uh, newly signed uh, to Ring of Honor Leo Rush. Yeah, and a ton of a ton more were in action. Roderick Strong, Matt Seidel, Adam Cole, and a ton, uh, so many. So go support them. Donovan Dijak, go support Ring of Honor. Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle, yeah, Dalton Daniels. Castle. So many more. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on to April 2nd, Evolve 59. Uh, the Evolve Tag Team Championships were on the line. Catch point. Defeated Drew Galloway and Johnny Gargano. There are new champions now. Yeah, you also had Sammy Callahan pick up a victory over Anthony Nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Matt Riddle defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Mar Marty Skull picked up the victory over Timothy Thatcher in a non-title match. Yeah, and Ricochet picked up the victory against Will Ospreay. So that was uh, Evolve 59. I don't know. I still am confused with whether or not to have those preliminary matches that Regal announced. Uh, We're working. I don't know what happened with that. But we'll definitely we'll talk about that again a little later. Um, up next, uh, on April 2nd, WWN Live Super Show. They had Mercury Rising 2016. Chris Hero defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Anything goes match. Ethan Page defeated Anthony Nice. Uh, the Shine Championship was on the line. Taylor made... Uh, defeated and successfully retained the title against Nicole Matthews. And, uh, the FIP World Heavyweight Champion, Caleb Conley, successfully defended his championship in a four-way match against Gary J., Jason Cade, and Maxwell Chicago. Yeah. The Evolve title was on the line. Timothy Thatcher defeated Sammy Callahan, still champion, Timothy Thatcher. And Johnny Gargano, Kota Ibushi, and TJP. Picked up the victory over Marty Skrull, Tommy Ann, and Willow Spree. Yeah. Oh, look at this. On April 1st, I Believe in Wrestling. We're backtracking, aren't we? Yep. That's all right. I Believe in Wrestling. Believe 119 at Team Do uh, Vision Dojo in Orlando, Florida. Lance Dorado picked up the victory over John Cruz. Uh, Santana Garrett and Rachel Freeman defeated Raquel and Tammy Lynn. Yeah, the business boys. Picked up the victory and uh, over the AWA Florida Tag Team Champions Johnny Vandal and Aaron Epic. The Dirty Blondes managed by Justin Michaels and Pablo Marquez and C.T. Brown in a four-way elimination to win the tag team titles over at I Believe in Wrestling. So go check out I Believe in Wrestling. Some upcoming events for uh, next weekend. April 16th taking place in Philadelphia. You got House of Hardcore 13. Right off the bat, just going to say HouseOfHardcore.net. Uh, a few matches taking place there. You're going to see uh, Thea Trinidad taking on Jade TNA, form, uh, not former. Uh, just, just won the, the women's, the knockouts championship there. Yeah, and then you have the new TNA wrestlers, Pepper Parks with Cherry Bomb taking on Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, um... Ooh, do you want to say trainer versus trainee? Is this going to be? Yeah, well, I think this is going to be a cool match. Bull James, uh, formerly Bull Dempsey of NXT, formerly Smith James, uh, will be taking on Billy Gunn. Yeah, that should be really cool. Also really cool, Brian Cage will be taking on Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Uh, and the GHC Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Chris Hero... And Cole Cabana will be taking on the Killer Elite Squad. And in a really cool match, taking back to the old times, Rhino taking on RVD. 
Yeah. Also on the 16th, we'll have WrestlePro in Union City, New Jersey. We'll be seeing Devin Storm taking on Kevin Matthews. Anthony Bowens will be taking on Dan Moff. Buster Jackson taking on Fala Ba. Um, in probably what the coolest main event team ever. Um, Beefcake Charlie will be teaming up with Damian Gibbs and Mike Dell to take on Brian Myers, the Prince of Queen, Cliff Compton, and Maven from yeah, Tough Enough Fame. Mr. Island. Also, on, on the 16th, as we mentioned before, I Believe in Wrestling. I Believe in Wrestling presents Believe 120. You're going to be seeing the Florida heavyweight champion, Rhett Giddens, Queen, uh, Queen Raquel, Liz Dorado, Braden Knight, and a ton more. So go check them out once again. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess, just to jump back to the the global cruiserweight tournament. Yeah. That we're, I guess we're going to now announce. The, the I mean, first... we may have we may have on the last show, but just in case. No, I don't. We couldn't have because the we recorded whenever. And then Triple H, they had the whole Mania Weekend All right. thing. Um, but... Some names that he announced, he announced Rich Swan to be in the, the tournament. Tommaso Ciampa. Johnny Gargano. Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, forgive me if this is wrong, but Noam Dar. I don't know who that is. Ho-Ho Lun. I also don't know who that is. Uh, Kira Tozawa. And then... Uh, Lince Dorado. Which... Akira Tozawa, you've seen, right? No, Tozawa. I, I don't know if I've seen live, but I know... I, I feel I've like seen, you may have seen him at PWS or no. I'm not positive. I don't know. I don't know. I, Who I was know the wrestler I, that was teaming with Great Muda in that match? Kai? Great Muda and Kai, I think. Kai? Yeah, I think that was just the guy went by Kai. I don't know if he's um, anything anymore. But. I thought Akira Tozawa was, you've seen him before. Yeah, I don't know. But Lince Dorado announced that at uh, one of the shows down in WrestleMania weekend. And Joey Styles tweeted out to, I guess, kind of confirm it. So, Dave, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Ref Lewis at Ref underscore Lewis underscore NYWC. And don't forget to go check out NYWC Wrestling at NYWCWrestling.com. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Also, make sure you go check out F Train to 179th Street at Jose Denario. Jose Denaro 718. Thank you for following us. That's one person? Yeah, it's his handle. Jose Dinero, 718. Go check him out. Eric at Montreal Broski. Go follow him. Go watch first thing in the morning. Of course, as always, you should be subscribing to that on <laughs> YouTube. If you have not already, something is really, really wrong with you, and you should check yourself before you wreck yourself. He, Go he, check out first thing in the morning. He yelled at and me. And I just said that. He yelled at me. I did. No, not you, him. Eric. Why? <laughs> well, because he was saying how Canada is so much better than Long Island. And then I was like, you got to support your local hometown dude. And then Zack Ryder won the, the title. And then I was like, Bam Roasted. And then he goes, Bam Roasted back because a, a woman from Montreal helped him. Help or oh, from he got you on that. Yeah. Helped, helped lose, helped Ryder lose the title. <laughs> uh, he, he got you. Yeah. 
You got it. But go check out our friend Eric over at MTL Broski. And definitely watch first thing in the morning. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. Triple H gets the first shout out. Uh, just because of what he turned NXT into. I think the product is absolutely phenomenal. And NXT TakeOver Dallas was just like another step up, another notch. It was just like, we're here. Yeah, seriously. Um, a lot of people were giving crap to Triple H about he's burying the talent. He doesn't know what he's doing. But a lot of his focus was with NXT. And what he's doing with NXT, what he has done with NXT is amazing. And it's a great opportunity for a lot of these wrestlers that are trying to bust their way down, uh, bust their way through that dwarf to get into the WWE main roster. And it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Grammer is the next shout out as he did the voiceover work for the intro to WrestleMania, the, the, the whole intro video package that was there. And that video package is awesome, and I, I can't even believe that I didn't recognize Kelsey Grammer's voice until, like, way after into the event, Michael Cole's like, oh, we want to thank Kelsey Grammer for that. I was like, oh my god, like, how did I not, like, hear his voice? But I, I must have been, like, so into the fact that they were just, like, talking about MSG. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was really cool. So, and if you haven't seen that video package, it's up on YouTube. Check it out. It's awesome. Uh, and lastly... Uh, shout out goes to Zack Ryder. Uh, we definitely spoke a lot about him on the show, but really, I mean, what happened on Sunday was incredible. And honestly, without Zack Ryder putting us out back in 2011, we probably wouldn't even be here. So it's pretty yeah, cool. Definitely. We're very proud of him. And even though he may not still be champion, we know that he'll, uh, it's still, just, this, it's just the beginning. I was looking forward to Going out and seeing the title. <laughs> Man, I know. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but that was our show this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, what what plugs? Run us down. Help help me run down. All right. So go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash market out. Follow us on Twitter at market out at BTTG161 at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Also go buy t shirts over at pro wrestlingtees.com slash market out. Buy one, two, three, or four, maybe five T-shirts. Please support us. Yeah. Also, thank go you. check out all of our YouTube videos. YouTube.com/slash market out. Oh, by the way, <laughs> it was I forgot to even mention during WrestleMania. Um, it was it was weird the fact that the only like sort of backstage segment that there was was the the commercial that was pre-shot for Snickers. Yeah. Where where Zach Ryder, you went from being a person that can wrestle <laughs> and then it's like, Oh no, take a Snickers. And then you eat the Snickers and then you turn it to someone who can't wrestle. So the moral <laughs> of that story is definitely do not eat Snickers. Yes. Avoid Snickers. <laughs> yeah. But thank you again to downstate for allowing us to play that, that their That's version awesome. of Zach Ryder's yeah. theme song. And uh, yeah, I guess there's only one thing left. We wish we you, wish you, the, the Also Zack Ryder's gear was pretty sick. Best, Best of luck in your, your future, future endeavors. endeavors. Have a fantastic
John Cena returned to WrestleMania 32 also. We we forgot to forgot to mention that. <laughs> Whoops. 